بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وانس رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم رد آيات افمن شرح الله صدره للاسلام فهو على نور من ربه whoever allah ta'ala wishes to grant guidance another ayat may yuridillahu an yahdiyahu yashrah sadrahu lil islam whoever allah ta'ala wishes to grant guidance he opens his chest for islam that is he understands islam completely thereafter rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said when the light of islam enters a person's bosom his bosom opens up for it someone said O Prophet of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is there any sign which indicates that Islam has entered his bosom Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam replied when this inclination towards the deceptive house that is the world develops there is an inclination towards the everlasting world that is akhirat and there is preparation before the coming of death these are the three signs nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam explained that will indicate that this nur wa yuridillahu an yahdiyahu yashrah sadrahu lil islam allah taala opens his heart out for islam this nur settles in his heart so the manner of detecting whether this nur has settled in the heart the heart has opened out for islam there are the three signs that nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam explained the first one was that this inclination from this deceptive house nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam called it darul ghurur that attajafi andaril ghurur this deceptive house this dunya is referred to as a deceptive place because it keeps a person into a deception person has lot of hopes he has lot of uh, expectations from dunya he plans a lot he builds up this empire of his he builds up a lot of hopes in this dunya and before he knows it he has to part from it so dunya doesn't come along with him it deceives him he thought this dunya he's working so hard for it so the dunya will be with him all the time but when the time suddenly comes for him to leave the dunya says i will be with somebody else now you carry on yourself sometimes while he's around this dunya passes with him from him so this is a place of deception the dunya outwardly makes many many promises but when a person gets past those deceptive promises then there's nothing sometimes it gives him a completely different picture it promises him a lot of peace a lot of happiness a lot of joy and the dunya comes it brings the opposite how often this happens so this is the deceptive house so this is the first sign that the person becomes disinclined from this deceptive place does it mean now that he won't use the dunya he won't live in the dunya we are going to live in the dunya this dunya is going to be the place till we have to leave and go into our qabr so he will use the dunya he will live in this dunya he will enjoy the ni'mat allah taala has blessed him with but his heart will not be inclined to it as somebody explained the condition of the ahlullah the pious personalities that wo dunya ke mashghalon mein bhi ba khuda rahe wo dunya ke mashghalon mein bhi बाखुदा रहे सबके साथ रह के भी सबसे जुदा रहे दैट इन ऑल द ऑक्यूपेशंस एंड ऑल द थिंग्स ऑफ दुनिया इन ऑल द थिंग्स दैट दे हैड टू बी एंगेज्ड इन 
They carried on. They had to work. Somebody had to open his business. Somebody had to go to his job. Somebody's profession. They had to raise their families. They had to tend to all the various things that they had to carry on with. So all this carried on. But despite being occupied in all these things, in all this also, they still remained with Allah Ta'ala. Meaning their hearts were attached to Allah Ta'ala. And despite being with everybody, they were detached from everyone. Because their hearts were with Allah Ta'ala. So they were smiling, laughing, joking with people to make them happy sometimes. They were fulfilling the rights of people around them. They were seeing to whatever their responsibilities are. But their hearts with Allah Ta'ala. This is the disinclination from dunya. That the dunya is not in the heart. The dunya is in the hands. The dunya is in the business. The dunya is wherever it's supposed to be, but it's not in the heart. That is the main thing. And the second thing is, that one is getting disinclined from dunya. So there are many people without iman also. There are these hermits and Hindu jogis and whoever. They've totally forsaken dunya. they got nothing. They don't want to have anything with dunya. Does that mean that they are accepted in any way? That doesn't itself make a person accepted. Together with being disinclined from dunya, to be attached to Allah Ta'ala. And therefore, the next thing is that they are inclined to the akhirat. To be inclined to the akhirat, one has to be attached to Allah Ta'ala. And the third thing is that they prepare for death before it's coming. They don't just procrastinate. Because death comes, it comes without warning. Then it is, there's no time to prepare. So therefore they prepare for death before it's coming. Rasulullah said, I had asked permission to visit the grave of my mother and it had been granted. You should visit the graveyard because this reminds you of death. You should visit the graveyard because this reminds you of death. And this is an extremely necessary thing to keep reminding ourselves of death. Unfortunately, one is to go specifically to the Qabristan for no other purpose but to remind ourselves of death. That should happen also. Then apart from that, to visit the graves of our relatives who are buried, that is a right. Somebody's parents have passed away, somebody's other family members have passed away. To visit the covers once in a while. Some places nowadays, unfortunately, it has become very dangerous. People get robbed and mugged in Qabristans and graveyards. So then a person takes the precautions, he doesn't go alone, goes with a group of people, whatever. But once in a while, to undertake this, or to go to some graveyard which is safe, but to make a habit of going once in a while to the Qabristan. One is that it is a right of those deceased people that we go and visit those graves once in a while. But the other part is that this is for our Ibrat. But let alone going specifically for this purpose, when we are at the Qabristan, because we are now attending a janaza, unfortunately even that opportunity is lost. Instead of now being engrossed in thinking about our death, today I've come to bury this person, perhaps tomorrow they'll come to bury me. Look inside the cover, that deep cover, before that person is buried, or after he's been buried too while he's still open, try and look inside. Sometimes there's some open graves still around, which have been prepared in advance. Look inside. I'll be sleeping here one day. Am I ready for it? So this is something to be done, to be going to the Qabristan, to the graveyard, in order to remind ourselves of our death. So this opportunity is to be taken to remind us, unfortunately that time also goes away sometimes, because now we're meeting many people we haven't seen for a long time. 
So now we're busy meeting them and busy talking about other things. That opportunity to remind ourselves of our death, that gets lost. We're carrying somebody on our shoulders. How often do we think at that time, that just as I'm carrying this person now, tomorrow I'm going to be carried. My janazah is going to be taken up. We don't think about it. While we're busy lowering that body into the grave, that mayyit into the grave, do we ever think that tomorrow, just like this, I'm going to be put inside? And then as we see that heaps of sand being put on top of that grave and being sealed completely, this person now is in that dark grave. At that time, did we ever stand there and think about it, that tomorrow I'll be lying there also. And this tons of sand will be thrown onto my grave as well. So this is an opportunity to remind ourselves of death, to remind ourselves of our death. So Nabi Islam says that you should visit the graveyard because this reminds you of death. In one hadith it has come that from it a lesson is learned. In, another, in other words, going to the graveyard, we learn a lesson provided we take the lesson. In another hadith it has come that visiting the graveyard causes disinclination towards the world and the hereafter comes to mind. Abu Zar radiallahu ta'ala says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa told me, visit the graveyard, it will remind you of the akhirat. Give ghusl to the deceased. It is a remedy for those bodies which are devoid of good deeds. In other words, many good deeds we don't end up doing. By giving ghusl to the deceased, this becomes a means of gaining many good deeds. From it, much advice is attained. Take part in the Janaza Salah. It is possible that it will create some grief and sadness in you. For a person who is concerned with his Akhirah is under the shadow of Allah Ta'ala's grace and he searches for every good. In one hadith, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi said, visit the sick and accompany the Janaza for this is a reminder of the Akhirah. So from these riwayat, these ahadith, we can understand how important and how much of emphasis there is, how important it is to keep this reminder of death in front of us. This is something that is extremely necessary. Those who truly understood this reality, they took this very differently. Such people, when they visit the graveyard, their whole heart, there's a revolution in it. We go and come out, go in smiling, come out smiling. We are sitting there, some standing there, sometimes laughing. Whereas, among the things that Nabi Islam has forbidden, one of those things was fil maqabir, laughing in the qabristan, in the graveyard. That a person, whatever somebody is now quietly laughing, joking, this is a sign of tremendous heedlessness, complete ghaflat. That a person in the graveyard, all around him are graves. People who were walking, talking on the earth yesterday, people who were laughing and joking, and people we knew, and today they are all buried there. We're standing there in the middle of all those graves, and in that place, at that time, a person is so carefree that he has actually the time to laugh. This is something which is very distant from a mu'min. He should never be like that. Therefore, Nabi Salaam forbade this. What the fil maqabir? So this is a time to take ibrat, a time to take a lesson, to remind ourselves of death. And this is something, as we discussed yesterday, that is something should be part of our daily practice. Dedicating some time for this muraqabah of mawt. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq.